0: Today's Liturgy of the Word focuses on the rights and duties of parents and children. Although more emphasis is given in the first two readings to the obligations of children to their parents, there is also a profound lesson here for parents too. Like father, like son, or like mother, like daughter is an old saying and very often true. If the parents fail to do what is right and just in the sight of God, they can hardly complain if their children turn out disobedient to God and to them. The young learn more from example than from precept. If parents give their children the example of a life of obedience to the laws of God and their country, the children in turn will be more likely to carry out their duties to God, to their parents, and to their fellow man. Many people honor their mothers on Mother's Day and their fathers on Father's Day by taking them to expensive restaurants for dinner or by sending them valuable gifts. God has not commanded us to keep a day for our mothers or fathers but has rather given us a commandment to guide us in our relationship with our parents. It is the fourth commandment in the Catholic Catechism, or the fifth commandment in the Hebrew Bible, given in the book of Exodus. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land which the Lord your God gives you saint paul explains this commandment in his letter to the ephesians children obey your parents in the lord for this is right honor your father and mother that it may be well with you and that you may live a long live long on the earth and fathers do not provoke your children to anger but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord, Paul said in today's second reading from Colossians. And in his letter to the Romans, he reminds us the authorities that exist have been established by God. Thus, we obey our parents not because they are the wisest and the fairest and the strongest or the model of all virtue, but because they are the parents God has given us and the command to obey is his. Our life messages in scripture this week. First, we need to learn lessons from the Holy Family. The church encouraged us to look to the family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph for inspiration, example, and encouragement. They were a model family in which both parents worked hard, helped each other, understood and accepted each other, and took good care of their child so that he might grow up not only in human knowledge, but also as a child of God. Jesus brought holiness to the family of Joseph and Mary, as Jesus brings us holiness by embracing us and his family. The Catechism of the Catholic Church gives the following advice to parents. Parents have the first responsibility for the education of their children. They bear witness to this responsibility first by creating a home where tenderness forgiveness respect fidelity and disinterested service are the rule the home is well suited for education in the virtues this requires an apprenticeship in self-denial sound judgment and self and self-mastery the preconditions of all true freedom the catechism adds Parents have a grave responsibility to give good example to their children. Second, marriage, a sacrament of holiness. The feast of the holy family reminds us that as the basic unit of the universal church, each family is called to holiness. In fact, Jesus Christ has instituted two sacraments in his church to make society holy. The Sacrament of Holy Orders and the Sacrament of Matrimony. Through the Sacrament of Holy Orders, Jesus sanctifies the priest as well as his parish. Similarly, by the Sacrament of Matrimony, Jesus sanctifies not only the spouse, but the entire family. Families become holy when Christ Jesus is present in them. Jesus becomes truly present in the parish church through the holy sacrifice of the mass. Similarly, Jesus becomes truly present in a family when all members live in the Christian spirit of sacrifice. This happens when there is mutual understanding, mutual support, and mutual respect. There must be proper care and respect given by children to their parents and grandparents, even after they have grown up and left home. Third, make the family a confessional rather than a courtroom. A senior judge of the Supreme Court recently congratulated the bride and groom in a marriage with a pertinent piece of advice. See that you never convert your family into a courtroom. Rather, let it be a confessional. If the husband and the wife start arguing like attorneys in an attempt to justify their behavior, their family becomes a court of law and nobody wins. On the other hand, if the husband and the wife, as in a confessional, are ready to admit their faults, and to try to correct them, the family becomes a heavenly one. Fourth, both parents and children need to grant forgiveness and ask for forgiveness. If you had parents who were abusive, who mistreated or manipulated you, you most likely still hurt today when we talk about parents god knows about hurt god cares about that hurt and god understands why you hurt as in all relationships in the parent-child relationship too there needs to be love repentance and forgiveness on both sides both the parent and the child should be able to say i was wrong I am sorry, please forgive me. And both the parent and the child should be able to say, you are forgiven. My brothers and sisters, this pandemic has been most difficult for families to navigate. There is no question that COVID-19 can be deadly and should be respected. Isolate when exhibiting symptoms, wear a mask, follow proper sanitizing protocols, and if you are a high-risk individual, extreme caution, prudent. As Christians, however, we are called to be the light of the world, not living in fear. This light is to shine brightly, not be under a basket or contained within a small bubble. Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds in scripture this past week have all heard, be not afraid. I have spoken with many disheartened parents and grandparents who have been isolated alone, forbidden visitors, unwelcomed by their children and grandchildren in their homes, these things all done with good intentions to protect them. Out of honor and respect have we asked if this what they want. A hug with a mask and or a socially distanced conversation has meant the world to many of these people. The word of God inspires us to fortitude in our faith lives. Though a relationship with God doesn't mean constant assurance or never being scared, we believe Christ in our midst. Some thoughts to ponder this next week as we enter the new year. Do my family actions during COVID-19 represent the light of the world, or fear? Do I show proper care and respect to my parents and grandparents? Does my family resemble a confessional or a courtroom? To whom in my family should I give or ask for forgiveness? God bless.